0: This episode is being brought to you by the Speak English with Tiffany free email newsletter. That's right, an email newsletter that will help you improve your English. Each week, you'll receive several emails on different English topics. The emails will include common mistakes made by students and how to avoid them. Interesting stories about non-native speakers overcoming challenges in the U.S., video recommendations for improving your English skills, and you will even receive special discounts on English programs. So sign up for free by going to www.SpeakEnglishWithTiffany.com forward slash newsletter. Once again, www.SpeakEnglishWithTiffany.com forward slash newsletter. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. A podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In today's episode, you will hear a conversation that I had with one of my students. A conversation that was fully in English. You'll be inspired and you'll want to speak just like the student did in this conversation. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. All right, hello everyone. Today, I get the opportunity to speak with one of my students. Her name is Layla.
1: Layla, how are you? I am fine, thank you. And how are we doing?
0: I feel wonderful today. Thank you so much for asking.
1: <laughs> now,
0: are you nervous at all, Layla? I am. Well, let me tell you this. I'm gonna smile even bigger to hopefully take away your nervousness and i want you to know that this conversation layla is all about you so you don't have to worry i really am here because i want to know more about you so hopefully you'll be able to relax and just know that even though i'm your teacher i want to know more about you personally okay okay (laughs) all right so layla let's jump right in can you please Tell us more about you later. Where are you from? What are your hobbies? your family? whatever you wanna share with us okay
1: um I am a citizen of the Bahamas. uh-huh, but I am currently in Tampa Florida okay on vacation. nice yeah um i'm fifty six years old hmm and uh what else? Uh, My hobby is singing. I love to sing. Nice. Yeah. um, I have been a stay-at-home mom for the past 24 years. Amazing. Right. And uh, simultaneously, I work with my husband in ministry.
0: Amazing. Uh,
1: Yeah. He's a pastor. I'm married to Pastor Ellison Greenslade. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh we've been in ministry now for twenty nine years.
0: amazing.
1: We have four children Wow adult, I love it yeah, adult children uh, ages twenty through thirty two mm-hmm. and uh two boys, two girls perfect, perfect. <laughs> I love that. I love that, and I think that's pretty much me. <laughs>
0: I love it. I remember when um, years ago, years ago when I was in college, I met my first Bahamian friend and I loved Yeah, We actually were in school together back in, I think, 2000, 2001. And I remember I was like, wow, your accent's amazing. Where are you from? I had never met a Bahamian before. So it's nice to be able to speak with you and to know that you're from the Bahamas. And it's great. As you know, I'm a Christian as well. So it's wonderful to hear that you and your husband have been in ministry for so long. So God is really good. Yes. Now, is. I have a question for you. What made you decide to join our family and to become a member of the Speak English Tiffany Academy?
1: Um, as you can hear already, I am not a fluent English speaker, so. And being in ministry and leadership, I wanted to improve in my public speaking, especially. Mm-hmm. You know, I am I am uh I am not good with public speaking. And okay. so I I wanted to improve and so I came across your yeah, video on YouTube and I I jumped right in.
0: <laughs> yeah, jump on in, jump on yeah. in,
1: Layla. Yeah. I love
0: it. Well, let me say this to you, Layla, and this is, this will be teacher, Tiffany speaking moving forward, Layla. I would rather you say I struggled past tense with speaking in public, but now I'm on my journey to being an amazing public speaker. And the only reason I say that Layla is because many times the words we say to ourselves really do affect what we're able to actually accomplish. And I heard you say, oh, as you can hear, I'm not a fluent speaker. That actually didn't enter my mind. The reason I honestly asked you is because I recognized, wait a minute, Layla speaks English like me. That really was my first thought. So just remember that it's important to believe in yourself. Now, as your teacher, of course, I believe in you. But just remember, you are on the journey to becoming the individual that you wanted to be. So the past is gone and now we're moving forward. So just wanted to encourage you on that. Thank you. Of course. Of course. All right. So now that we know, again, you're a woman in ministry, you have wonderful children, four wonderful children, two boys, two girls, and you've been a stay at home mom, which I will say is one of the most challenging jobs because it never stops. It's not a nine to five job. So again, praise God for you and for all the hard work you did and are still doing, even though your children are grown, it never stops. So I want to ask you this. You said that your main purpose for joining the Academy was to improve your public speaking skills, right? So can you tell me first, how long have you been a member? How long have you been with the family in the Academy? You want to answer that one first, and then I'd like you to let me know what challenges are you experiencing right now with your English?
1: I joined the Academy last year, July. Okay. All
0: right. Uh-huh. You've been with us over a year. I love it.
1: Right. And, uh, I was surprised when I got the email to, to come on because I pretty much failed uh, the course, I failed the course because I didn't get past the uh, 14th week. <laughs> oh, I didn't get past the 14th week, so because I got, life got busy, I just, I don't know, I just couldn't find the time to do it, but I enjoyed the 14 classes that I was able to listen to. I enjoyed it, and uh, it was very beneficial to me. I just couldn't find the time, you know.
0: Ah, I understand, understand. So yeah. this is going to be an interesting conversation. So that means that you weren't able to stay. So you're actually not an active member right now.
1: Uh, no, my subscription expired in July. In July. Oh, July.
0: Okay. So let me ask you this. Do you think it's something you would
1: like to come back to? Yes, I would, I would, I would love to come back to it. I tried to catch up by doing extra classes, you know, every day, but- <laughs> I couldn't keep up. I just couldn't keep up, but I, I really would like to continue. It was. Okay. Really helpful.
0: So I'm going to say this and you all listening or watching now this message is for Layla, but you guys are able to listen in. Layla, send me a, an email, send me an email, a private email, and we'll talk about how we can get you back um, as a member of the family. And just remember, so you didn't fail the program again, life does happen. Right. And there are actually so many members of our family That they'll email me and say, Tiff, I'm so behind. I missed five weeks. And I'll tell them, it's okay. I have set up the plan for you. But if life happens, it's totally okay. Just pick back up where you left off and continue. So never feel like you failed. It's just you got up to week 14. You accomplished all the way from week one to week 14. You accomplished that goal. And now when you come back, you can actually just pick right back up at week 15 if you use the same email address. So don't worry, you didn't fail. Life just happened. So you can definitely come on back and join us. So no worries at all. And again, those watching or listening, we're recording this in August. So her membership just ended. She was with us for a year. But yes, send me a private message. And the doors are closed, but I can open them up for you, Layla.
1: Thank you. Of course, of
0: course. (laughs) My pleasure. So. Let's talk more about that then, Layla. Again, you did mention you have four children, you're married, and I'm sure someone watching this or listening to this can really, really relate to that. You know, life gets busy, life gets challenging. So can you tell me, Layla, around that week 14 mark, what was the most challenging thing for you? I know you said life got busy, but I'm sure life was busy before that as well. But what was so hard about studying English for you around that time period? Can you remember? Uh,
1: ministry mm okay, tell us a little bit more yeah ministry uh there's a whole lot of uh events going on at church and then having to come home and still do the family yeah. you know, cook, cook the meals and keep the house going and all that and you know by the time its you're done with all of that, you just wanna just say a little prayer and go to bed and then <laughs> get up the next morning and start the day doing the same thing and so yeah, yeah. Minis- I would say ministry. That makes sense. Um,
0: that totally makes sense. I, I yesterday, actually, to be very honest with you, Layla, I had my nieces for the latter part of the day, and when I did come back home in the evening, I just immediately fell asleep They're, You know, it's it, they're great, It's just you don't realize how much energy is required when you're working with kids or working with people all day. So I totally understand that. Um, so, you know what, this is what I I would give you a tip and hopefully this helps somebody else watching or listening when life gets busy and when things get seeming to be overwhelming, I usually try to encourage, um, English learners or those in your position, trying to improve your public speaking skills. Consistency is the key, not the amount of time, but the consistency. There's something that happens when, for example, when that happens, instead of it being a 30 minute period where you're able to study because you're busy, you have ministry, you have your husband, your children, you're trying to do a lot. Take that 30 minutes to five minutes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes students are like five minutes is not going to do anything. I said, no, no, no. What happens though, is you're telling your brain that, Hey, every day for five minutes, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And it becomes this pattern that just naturally, Hey, even if it's right before you go to bed, yes, you're praying or having your devotions, Five minutes, whether it be, okay, Tiffany taught me the five W's, even while you're laying in your bed, who, who did I talk to today while I was doing ministry with my husband? What did we talk about? Where were we? Why were we talking about that? Going through the five W's, even in your mind for that five minute period, it will create this pattern and the consistency will help you in the long run. So just remember if you ever get to the point, even when you come back to the family, Where you're like, I I just can't spend 20 minutes. I can't spend 15 minutes. Remember this conversation. Hey, Tiffany said, as long as it's even if it's five minutes consistently every day, applying whatever method you can remember that I've either taught you in the academy in a lesson or even from my YouTube videos, something that you can let yourself know, Hey, I'm being consistent and what happens is, and I'll speak to you as a mother, right? Layla. Again, my sister, um, she's given birth to three children, brother-in-law, he's a great guy. And I've watched her. She also was a stay-at-home mom. She quit her job as a lawyer to be a stay-at-home mom with the kids until my youngest niece is now seven. So she stayed at home until she turned about five or six. Um, and I've watched the challenges that mothers go through trying to balance everything and still with the kids and family but what is important is to also remember that you can also make promises to yourself. Never forgetting that Layla is also important, right? I can tell that you're a wonderful mother just from the fact that you've given up so much to your kids and your husband and ministry. But even if it's just a short amount of time for Layla's goals, it's totally okay. And I've mentioned this to my sister as well. Like, Hey, Simone, it's totally okay to take a few moments just for you. Like She also cares about her kids so much. So when you do this, even if it's five minutes, something will happen inside where you're like, okay, I did something for me today. Mm -hmm. And God wants that for us as well. It's not about being selfish, but it's just letting yourself know like, hey, Layla, you're important today too. Five minutes, no worries. But consistently five minutes is devoted to Layla every single day. That kind of makes sense. Yes, it does. (laughs) Okay, good, good. This has turned into a little bit of a motivational speech, but I hope (laughs) it helps you hopefully. Okay. So time was the main challenge that you experienced and because you were busy. So let me ask you this during that 14 week period. And even now, even though you weren't able to pass the 14 week mark, you still probably periodically would kind of see what was going on in the academy with the other members while you were active, what did you enjoy the most? What kind of sticks out in your mind? What did you enjoy the most?
1: I enjoyed the vocabulary, the vocabulary lessons because, yeah. like you said, I'm on the journey to doing better now, but I struggle with vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. I would, I would be speaking, and the words just wouldn't, you know, come to me, and so I, I really enjoyed the vocabulary. Lessons learning more words. I love
0: that. I love that. So was it, um, let me ask this. And I asked these questions too, because they helped me figure out ways to be a better teacher, to encourage and help even more English learners. What was it about the vocabulary lessons? And I asked that because there are so many amazing, awesome English teachers on YouTube right now. What was it about the way that I taught the lesson that seemed
1: to help you remember the words? Uh the part about practicing it, like using it during the day, that yeah. was that was really fun for me. You know, once I learned the words, I would during the day I would try to use it when I meet meet people during the day. And so that was that was really fun for me. And I was like, Oh wow, I'm using, you know <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad I'm glad. Yeah. So that was very helpful the way you taught us to, taught me to, once you learn the word, put it into practice, go and use it with, you know, your everyday uh, encounters.
0: Good, good. I like it. I like it. Yes. That's one of my favorite tips to tell people. Use it and then it will be a part of your vocabulary database. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Have you, Um. okay. So you were able to put that into practice, learning a word, and then you had a conversation and then you used it in the conversation. Was there anything else during your time studying being an active member that you learned that helped you progress just a bit further along your journey to becoming a better public speaker? Anything that you realized like, oh man, like in the past I struggled with this, but now I'm noticing, oh, this is a little bit easier. Or I'm not nervous about this anymore. Did you notice anything else?
1: Yes. Um, I also improved as I listened to the, the videos on writing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think you have like three, three videos on how to write an essay. Yes. I listened to those over and over and over. And I found out that my writing skills and even my speaking skills um, improved Amazing. a lot. I love those videos, actually someone asked me to do a five to seven minutes uh presentation mm-hmm. on a, on a scripture yes. and before I even started to write, I went and I watched those videos yes. and, I, and i and i built my uh, I built my little sermonette mm-hmm. based on what you had said in those videos, so they have been really, really helpful amazing. Really helpful. I'm so
0: happy to hear that. Of course. I'm so happy to hear that. I don't know if you've heard this story before or not, Layla. I actually, when I was in Korea, the very first time I taught like the methods you're speaking about, whether it be for writing or even for giving a speech, I taught it to a group of individuals in Korea and they were of all different ages. I had one guy that was around 22, another lady, she was around 65, another person 40, like every age group and different challenges, different frustrations for each student. And they learned the same methods that you're speaking about. And they also were able to give presentations up front and were smiling just as hard as you. So it's it's nice to see that those same things that were used in Korea are still helping people right now. So I'm very happy that, yeah, it gave me the confidence to give that five to
1: seven minute presentation on the verse. Yeah, yeah, and they, everyone got up. Not everyone, but most people got up, cheering me on. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> it feels
0: good, right?" Yeah, got a little shake. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so let me ask you this then. So I know your goal is again. So that's proof that your public speaking skills have already improved a lot. People don't stand and cheer people on that are not good. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're like, oh, amen. Like, you know, we're just trying to be cordial, right? But the time that they stood up and said, man, Layla, that was amazing. It means they were blessed and impressed. So we already are seeing proof that your public speaking skills have improved a lot. So let me ask you this. What have you been doing to continue applying what you learned? because you're clearly still applying it because we're seeing results and people responding and asking you to speak up front. So do you just go back to your notes? Do you kind of rehearse in your mind what you learned from those lessons? How are you currently,
1: I guess, reviewing? Um, well, I am in charge of the prayer session at my church where I have to do a little devotion. mm mm-hmm before the prayers Mm -hmm. every week, every Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And uh, I find myself going back and reminding myself of what I learned and applying it each time I do it. And I, I, I have improved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I must say that I have improved because of the methods that I've learned. So every week, every Wednesday, I have to do a little devotional and i apply i apply those methods even though it's only like uh, three to five minutes i try i apply it i try to apply it try to stick to the the methods that you taught.
0: how do you feel so even though three to five minutes right three to five minutes is a long time when someone is nervous right that could be a long time but it doesn't as i'm listening to you it doesn't seem like you're nervous anymore to do the three to five minute presentations during the prayer how do you feel now? Like knowing that you have a method you can rely on,
1: how does that make you feel? I feel much more confident because mm-hmm. I feel like I got it from teacher Tiffany. And so I <laughs> <laughs> I'm so honored. <laughs> <laughs> I feel better because I, I believe that I'm doing the right thing. You know, it's not, I'm not afraid that, oh, I don't know if this is the right way or if I'm doing it. So I feel much more confident that because I learned it from you, I -hmm. feel like I'm, I'm doing the right thing. And so I just do it and I leave it.
0: I love it. I love it. Uh, Well, I am honored that you have so much confidence in me. That really makes me happy. And I'm also happy to see the fact that you're comfortable every Wednesday, you are leading a group and you're presenting something that is amazing. You know, honestly, Layla, even some Americans, native English speakers here in America, they're too nervous to do a presentation three to five minutes mm-hmm. on a regular basis. So, again, I, I'm emphasizing this just to remind you, when you watch this later at the very beginning, you were saying, well, you know, I'm not really a good speaker. Now, fast forward. Layla is speaking every Wednesday for three to five minutes. <laughs> I mean, come on, Layla. every Every week. You're doing something that so many native English speakers literally are scared to do right now, today, they're too scared to do it, but you are doing it. So I just want you to continue to remember that you're implementing what you learned. And I, I like to say this as well. Yes. I'm the teacher, right? Yes. I'm giving you all the tools, but in this relationship, teacher student relationship, I always feel, like the student, the person learning is the most amazing part of the relationship. And the reason I say that is because I can teach you something, but it's up to you to understand it and to apply it. When you apply it, your life changes, right? So I'm sitting back watching, you better do it. You better. I'm excited when I see you all put things into practice. So just remember in this teacher student relationship, you are the one that's amazing because you're applying it. I can't force you to apply anything, but every week you mentioned, Tiffany, I have it in the back of my head. I'm applying what you what you taught us. And your application is really well done because people are receiving it. If they weren't receiving it, you know you'd get a call from somebody at the church. Even though you're the pastor's wife, Sister Layla, we gonna have to ask you to hand this over to somebody else. (laughs) But the fact that they still want you to do it, right? That means they're being blessed. So just keep those things in mind too. Like, wow, okay. And again, I'm a Christian as well, so I can bring God into this. God is amazing. God, you really remember God is really helping you. He's really mm-hmm. helping you achieve what you wanted to achieve. So right. yeah, just always remember that. Always remember that. Okay. Now I was going to ask you how your life has changed, but just hearing that, I already know now that every week you're doing something for Wednesday night, I guess it's prayer meeting or the presentation you're doing three to five minutes. So let me ask you this question. I'll change my question now. Do you have a dream? regarding your English and your ability to speak in public is your dream, maybe to preach a sermon in church one week, like your husband, or do you have a different dream? What is your dream regarding English or end goal?
1: I, yes, I would like to be able to present a sermon
0: mm.
1: and be as confident as I am, or even more confident when I do the, the devotional and the prayer meeting. I love it. I love it. Or even to teach. Well, not so much the preaching. I don't see myself becoming a preacher, Mm -hmm. but to teach Mm -hmm. a Bible, like a Bible study. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That would, I would say that would be my, my goal to be able to effectively uh, teach a Bible study. Okay.
0: Now this is not, this is, I've never taught this in the Academy because it is related to actually teaching the Bible. I've taught different things about the Bible. I'm going to give you a secret method. And if you'd like, you can write it down, um, teaching the Bible. So I actually teach the Bible every week. I love teaching the Bible as well. So here are some steps that I use that have been effective. First start with a question. Whoever you're teaching, start with the question. Now this question should not be about a Bible verse. Start with the question relating to life. And for example, let's say this week you want to teach about Jeremiah 29:11. God knows the plans he has for us, right? That verse is talking about the future and God knowing what he has for us in the future. So your first initial question to start the Bible study should be about future plans, not, not the Bible verse, but the topic, right? You know, the topic as the teacher. So asking those in your Bible study group, it can be two people. It could be 25. It doesn't matter the number asking them, Hey, what are your future plans? If you could do anything, what would you like to do in the future? The reason why this is an important first step is it opens up people Mm. allows them to see that. Oh, My ideas are important too, in this study. And when that happens, people are more open to receive whatever you're going to teach them. So you want to first open them up. So step one, ask them a question related to life and the topic. Step two is I like to read the topic verse. I mentioned Jeremiah 29, 11, right? So I'd ask that question and then say, I love the answers you all gave. We all have future plans let's see what God thinks about future plans. Read the verse step three, immediately say prayer. So step one, ask that question. Step two, you're going to read the verse and step three, you'll say opening prayer. Then what happens is you're going to have some verses that you kind of want to go over related to the topic, right? You want to form a pattern. The pattern is going to be, Question, Bible verse, discussion. So this is step four, but step four has sub bullet points, right? Mm -hmm. Step four is your Bible study, again, is question, Bible verse, and then discussion. So whenever there's a Bible verse, you want to start off asking them a question. And again, what happens is it opens people up they feel like, Oh, I'm a part of this. I'm not just sitting and listening. I can actually be a part. Then you read the verse hearing from God and people are going to give their thoughts. Now you, as the teacher, of course, you're leading the discussion and there are going to be points that you want to make. But when you make someone feel like their voice is heard, they immediately are willing to listen to you. This is true in every aspect of life, right? If someone is willing to listen to your opinion or your thoughts, immediately you're like, Oh, what do you think? Right? It's something that happens just psychologically. So you want to do the same thing when you're doing a Bible study as well. So again, step one, you're asking that general life question to open up the study. Step two, you're reading the Bible verse. Step three, you're opening prayer. And then step four is you're following this pattern of question, Bible verse discussion, question, Bible verse discussion. And then when you get to the end, similar to what i explained to you this will be step five when you get to the very end of your study however long you'd like it to be you want to think about what i taught you in the academy for writing there's always a summary even though i taught you that for writing the same applies for speaking you always want to summarize whatever you taught or whatever you spoke about it kind of brings a loop to an end in the human brain we need to have these triggers like, oh, okay, we're done. What did we talk about? And then either you can state it in bullet points or you can say it in a short way, but you want to make sure you summarize and then pray. So I'd say six steps, step one, general question. Step two, you're going to read the verse. Step three, opening prayer. Step four is where you follow that pattern. You might have five verses, you might have three verses, but remember it's question verse discussion, question verse discussion. Step five, summarize. And step six, closing prayer. Hopefully it, that helps. Huh?
1: Make it sound so easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, think about now that you're able to do the three to five minute or even five to seven minute Wednesday evening presentations. In the beginning, no, I'm not doing that. Every week, uh-uh. I I I'm not I'm not doing that. Now, it's like second nature to you. Why? Because you have a proven pattern, a proven plan steps that you follow and immediately no stress. I guarantee the exact same thing is going to happen with this. Plus you have the added benefit that you're doing it for God. That means God is like, okay, let me step on in here and help my sister Layla. Let me help my daughter. So that's an added benefit. So I'm very passionate about Bible study as well. So I know that God will help you, but this pattern will give you peace of mind. Right. When you feel like I have nothing else to say, no problem. You got that question. And now you let the audience Mm -hmm. Then you come back in. It gives you a moment to breathe and collect your thoughts while still leading a very interesting Bible study.
1: Awesome.
0: You're all right with that? Yes. All right. I love it. I love it. Well, Layla, this is not what I thought it was gonna be, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> I feel like it turned into a <laughs> conversation about God, too. I love it. I always love talking about it. <laughs> I do, I do. Well, let me ask you this. Do you have any questions for me, Layla? Anything that you've ever wanted to ask me?
1: Um I know you gave us the methods and the in the academy on the vocabulary thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how to improve your vocabulary, but, um, I learned them, I use them, mm-hmm. but then like weeks later, I'm still struggling to remember them, you yes. know? Yes. It's, uh, what, 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 what can I do to, so let me
0: ask you this. Okay so there is a measure of repetition right kind of like a few weeks later trying to use the same word let me ask you this so when you learn a vocabulary word right you're applying it to your life by using it in your daily life right you have a conversation with someone so another way and i've mentioned it either on youtube or even in one of the videos in the academy that will help it stick even more hold on let me see if i can remember okay at the beginning of this conversation i just want to see if you remember I told you something about my sister. How many, um, how old did I say my youngest niece was? Do you remember? You said she was seven now. Okay. That was a short piece of information about my life that I said probably 20 minutes ago. Right. But it stuck with you. Why? Because I was telling you about a personal experience, right? It wasn't just a random or fleeting moment we were already engaged in this conversation and you were kind of visualizing what I was telling you about my sister and brother-in-law and my nieces. So when I ask you how old she is, it actually just popped back into your head. The reason I brought that back up is so the same is true for vocabulary, because even if two weeks from now, if I ask you the same question, it might take you a few seconds, but I think Tiffany, I think you said seven. You'll remember it. Because there was a connecting story, there was an experience you had between you and I right now we're in this moment together. So in relation to your question now, Tiffany, I used it in the day, but I can't remember it two, three weeks later because you need to create something of an experience around that word, right? So for example, you mentioned your husband's in ministry, right? So let's say you were, you learned the word, okay, elated, right? Elated, I've taught this to many English learners before. Elated, just extremely excited, extremely happy about something, right? So mm-hmm. you might go through the day and say, oh, I was elated to eat breakfast. You might have applied it in that moment. But if you stop and think about when you first saw your husband, when he walked by you before you guys were even married. yeah. See, the smile is already coming on your face, right? Immediately. There's, there's a trigger now, right? There's some experience that's popping up in your head. He walked by you. I don't know if he's tall, dark, whatever he looks like, right? You said that, that man, right, there, right? there's something that happened inside of you, right? Immediately. Now that word is connected to a very important experience in your life. Something that happened. You will never forget. So when you are able to attach a word or a new expression or a new idea to an experience, it's much harder to forget it because now they're together. They're not going to separate this moment with you and I, Hawaii talked to Tiffany for about 30 or 40 minutes. And she told me about her niece who's seven. This is an experience. We had my husband before we got married. Woo. He walked by me. I was elated. Like there's certain things you want to think about. Experiences mm-hmm. that mean a lot to you. So you can either think about a past experience and start trying to describe that experience with a new word you learned, or you can create a new experience, right? You have children, right? You said they range in age from 30. I think the oldest is 30, right? 32. 32. So mm-hmm. your 32 year old is a son or a daughter? That's a daughter. Your 32 year old daughter. Maybe you're going out to breakfast with her. Right. And you're just speaking about something, speaking about maybe her job or some experience she had. And in the midst of this conversation you're having with her, this moment, use the word that you learned, but really make it a part of that experience. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when you come home at the end of the day, think about it again. And I had mm-hmm. breakfast with my daughter and it was just an amazing experience. I was so elated, you know, I'm so busy these days, but that right there, that ex- like, so you're connecting it to an experience instead of one simple moment. Does that kind of make mm-hmm. sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. And that'll help you remember the words a lot better.
1: Yes, yeah. it does.
0: Sounds I'll- good. Great question. Great. I think it's going to benefit those watching and listening. There's a great question. <laughs> Great question. Well Layla, you don't look nervous anymore. I'm happy. You look happy. You look relaxed. <laughs> I um I really appreciate you spending this time
1: with me. It was really nice getting to know you. Yes, I I uh, appreciate you uh selecting me. I don't know how it happened, I guess. It's okay. But, yeah, God knew it. God reserved, yeah. I needed it and I um I I am grateful to you of course for taking the time and speaking with me today. My pleasure.
0: Well, I'll look for your email so we can get you set back up with the family and I'll keep you in my prayers as well. as God continues working in and through you and your family.
1: Thank you so much. I You're will send welcome. you mail immediately. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Well, I hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to receive free English tips via email every week, all you have to do is go to www.speakenglishwithtiffany.com forward slash newsletter. Sign up for free now. Once again, that's www.speakenglishwithtiffany.com forward slash newsletter. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.